everybody. Welcome back to the It's On podcast with your host, Obel. Naika. Today, we'll have the opportunity to chat with an old friend from our teenage years. We're so proud of the woman she's become and all that she's accomplished so far. Today, we have the opportunity to speak with Kareen Alud, a successful YouTuber who takes on topics ranging from femininity to relationships. She's a driven and educated woman with the intellect to capture an audience. And we're so proud to see how much she and her YouTube career have blossomed from inception to 176,000 subscribers who are now part of the friendship circle. We are so excited to have Kareen as our first guest on this podcast. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the It's On podcast with Obella. Naika, Kareen, yay! yay. yay. <laughs> I love it, love it, love uh, today, it. Today we are so excited to have you on this podcast, Kareen, because I remember when I was kind of afraid to ask you. Excited like, to be here. Yeah, we always like we wanted a guest, and we had like a list of people that we wanted to invite, and you were one of our guests. And it's funny because um, I posted a video, I guess, two weeks ago, and you responded to um, the video. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, uh -huh. this is the perfect time to ask her. And then you said yes. So I'm like, I was so excited about that. <laughs> yes. And it, was, it was so funny because it happened, like, right after we recorded our podcast. And then she's like, uh -huh. oh, my gosh, this is a sign. She just responded to our <laughs> to the video that I posted. And I was like, oh, uh -huh. well, that's good. That's good. You yeah. Know? I said the least. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm yeah. still a little nervous. If y'all see me overly talk or laugh, girl, <laughs> it's mind. okay. We're gonna have a good time. Just act like you're talking okay. to your girls, and you. Yeah, I mean, like... I'm, I'm also nervous because this is our first time, kind of like interviewing and having someone else on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be like a different dynamic. Mm -hmm. But we're just gonna keep it fun, light, and you know, okay. just be ourselves. <laughs> definitely don't You'll worry be we'll be fine yeah. guys this is this is gonna be just regular old conversation um don't hold back okay as long as you speak your mind and just be authentic and we good and we got you we got you okay let's go <laughs> yes. ready. but before we start i know like our guests they don't really know about you so can you tell us a little bit about yourself what you mm -hmm. do your background you can tell us anything you would like to share well um i'm haitian of course sda well to all my haitians listening um i have a youtube platform for the most part, um, my friendship circle. And I don't know what else is that interesting <laughs> to say, but basically, I'm just a Haitian girl, regular Haitian girl. <laughs> yes. So we do know about um, the friendship circle. I watch a couple of your videos and I kind of enjoy uh -huh. it because in your videos, you talk about femininity. And um, a lot of you make a lot of videos about mm -hmm. femininity. Like, I, I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Femininity. Femininity. I think. Femininity. Yes. I had to practice <laughs> saying that word like 10 times. You're saying it right. Am I? Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about like what you yeah. talk about on your videos on YouTube? 
Yes. And by the way, guys, you've you've already got the intro up for Carrie. She's being real humble right now, but you, you got her intro. Mm -hmm. So we, we love your yeah. I didn't hear that intro yet, guys. So yeah. <laughs> no and, and I purposely but. did it like that because I'm like, you know what? Let's do the intro before pre-record the intro so that we can just, you know, make her feel more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So you're being very humble about yourself yes. right now. <laughs> you know me well. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but basically on my channel, I started um, talking about feminism. Like growing up, I didn't have like my mom around, like everybody else. Like we came from Haiti, and she mm -hmm. was like left behind. We had to, you know, apply for her and do all that stuff. But before she could come, she passed away. So me and my sister didn't really have like the knowledge of like even like feminine hygiene dating your first period all of those things like mm -hmm. if it wasn't for google at the time i wouldn't have known anything because my dad my uncle one of my uncles bought us a book about periods and stuff when we got our period none of them could talk to us so they just got us a book and stuff so that's how that came to be but i kind of gravitated away from that after i've done so many videos but i still do like you know um some femininity content, but like mm. more finance now. I'm trying to drift to that and stuff, mm. but that's all. Oh, <laughs> that sounds good. Um, I remember like when you first started, you kind of had like a thousand people watching your video or 20, 200 people watching your video. And right now, mm. like if I go on YouTube, you have like over 5 million um, views, I believe. Right. Am right. I correct? Like you have a lot of views. Like you have yeah. a lot. He's of famous, yeah. and yeah, you are. She's famous on YouTube, guys. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're a big star. Have, mm -hmm. Oh you my goodness, a lot. Like, but I do remember that you mm -hmm. did not have that many followers in the beginning. So I just want to like know, like, what made yeah. you want to continue making YouTube videos, even though you didn't have that much of a, like a big following? What kind of drive you to kind of continue making those YouTube videos? Well, I didn't have a, um, I didn't tell anybody I was doing YouTube when I started. I just kind of kept it secret because I, you know, it wasn't like popular, like a popular thing at the time. And I didn't mm -hmm. want to look like corny or whatever the thing is. So that's why, like, I regret that, by the way. In the beginning, I wish I, like, um, put myself out there more and didn't really care what people mm -hmm. said and just, like, didn't wait so long to, like, mm -hmm. believe in myself. But um, either way, that's why I was, like, kind of slow. And then if you remember that era where my channel was, like, removed, mm -hmm. after I reached, like, 10,000 subscribers, Can you I tell did us a what whole... happened with that, by the way? Yeah, what so happened? I took a trip to Haiti after like 18 years and then i vlogged it and that was around the era where um trump made the like statement haiti is a you know country so the whole video i basically was trying to debunk that and i didn't say anything like controversial in there i just basically showed haiti and the only comment i said was like it's not a ish whole country you know what i mean and then there was a lot of like supporters of him mm. that made it a thing to flag the video youtube at the time if you get flagged a number of times and reported a number of times the it's like they shut it down first and investigate later 
type of thing. Uh, so if you get enough people to flag your video or remove it at that time, you know, mm -hmm. that's what happens. So I had to, like, you know, get a lawyer, do all that, and then, you know, um, finally got it back twenty the end of 2019 in October. And then it was like I had to start fresh with, like, zero wow. <laughs> subscribers. I, I lost most of my videos and stuff. It was a mess. But I got it back, and mm -hmm. I kept going simply because of, like, it sounds corny, but when people have been watching you for a while, to the mm -hmm. point you know they're used to watching you, and at the end of the day, they're looking for a video, and then, mm -hmm. like, you notice their comments in the comment section. Like, you start to familiarize yourself with people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't let me quit. Those people kept messaging me. Are you fighting for Nika, you was one of them. Yeah, <laughs> Every I was. time I saw that catcher, she'd be like, did you get your channel back? Yeah. Well, you need to get it back. I hope you don't quit. I really like it. So it's like, yeah. you get stuff like that. That's refreshing. Like, okay. Yeah, you know, I have to keep going. And I remember I told you, yeah, I'm getting a lawyer. Hopefully it's, you know, and then it actually yes. happened. And then I came back bigger. Now I'm protected. So even if somebody kept Ooh. flagging me, that's not going to happen anymore. But that's right. there's a lot I had to learn in wow. that journey that they don't, teach you basically when you get on YouTube but it comes with a lot of headache but at the end of the day it's the people that really genuinely like keeps me going to do it yeah. that's really good that's beautiful <laughs> I love that and you, you said something that's gonna resonate with a lot of people you know how when mm -hmm. you want to start a YouTube channel but you're afraid on yeah. how to kind of like go about it and you kind of shame like people are gonna have so many opinions how do you kind of like battle that like if somebody has like not a popular opinion about you like how do you fight the social media um the people the mean people basically trollers out there like how do you fight that because I feel like you're at a level where you probably, I don't know if you do get those as well. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Um, you get them a lot. You get people that will try to sue you. You get people that, like, do bad videos. I remember the first time, it was a, a guy, a, a male, who did mm -hmm. a video. I don't know if the video is even still up. Mm -hmm. But um, he did a video about me just saying the most, I don't know this person. They lived all the way in another country, oh saying the most vile. Like, I was, I remember calling, like, my best friend Stephanie and, like, all my friends just, like, crying. Like, I don't want to do this. Because he had a lot of views. It wasn't, like, a small platform or anything like that. And it's just because he disagreed with, like, something I said that's not even, it's like the whole incel community you guys probably will get familiar with as you get on there. But it's really just like a group of men that don't, that just specifically go after specific channels and then do that. And I remember just crying, not used to it. And then I would have like um, subscribers that would send me videos. Other people did. And like, it was just like a thing. I wasn't used to that. I didn't expect that. You don't plan on that when you started. You think everybody's mm -hmm. going to love you. You yeah. know, like my personality, you're not planning for that. So it's tough, especially if like they'll notice little things, like maybe your eyelashes go. <laughs> I kid you not. This wow. comment always stays with me. Me and my friends laugh about this all the time. The first time after that, I learned to make sure, okay, everything is, is good before I go on there. Because it's like, this girl mm -hmm. commented, why the corner of her lash is lifting? 
And then that comment wow. got like 1.2 thousand likes. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> People when are so you, cruel. Like, when I tell you, I was dying at that. But now it's mm-hmm. like I think you just get. I pray. I actually prayed about it. I oh, spent many good. nights praying that not that it goes away because I know mm-hmm. it won't go away, but that God toughened me up and make me Aww. less sensitive to that. And you really came through because now I'll see a negative comment. I'll either roll my eyes or laugh it off. Like it doesn't, even if I see a video, I don't watch it. I don't Mm. like indulge. I don't even try to like strike it or make it come down. I'm like, it is what it Mm. is. Because at the end of the day, it's free promotion. You know, if someone, Mm. whether good or bad, someone (laughs) puts your face out there. I've had subscribers Mm. that found me because of a negative video. So I just kind of see it more positive now. And every day I think, God is toughening me up for this because I'm like, this is mm-hmm. what I want to do, but I'm sensitive. And he kind of like um, just along the way toughen you. It, it don't get easy like overnight when you pray about it, but mm-hmm. over time it's like I, now I won't care if a lash is like misplaced and they notice. I, I'll go on there with broken nails and stuff, and I just tell them like it is what it is, you know. But in mm-hmm. the past I had to be like perfect using mm-hmm. filters, all those stuff. And now it's just like, you know, I don't care. You're more comfortable. (laughs) Yeah, you you learn to grow to kind of like love the journey and love everything that comes with it. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I love the growth. But I do see that you actually do a really good job at kind of balancing your your, um, private life and your, um, how would I say this? Um, Help me out. Your, your 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 public mm-hmm. YouTube life because I yeah. I don't see that you overly share because mm-hmm. you kind of keep it really strict like when it's no, like your channel you keep it really strict I never hear like oh this is like I always ask you hey give me a house tour and you never <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm always asking her when are you gonna do the no. house tour and she never actually posts about her house <laughs> like can we see a closet tour like you do yeah. not do nothing those videos are like <laughs> how do you okay so i have a question to back up with what nike is saying how do you yeah. navigate what people are asking from you versus the content that you want to put out like how do you navigate that because then you're yeah, like and- you know you have the following and you're expecting that your followers kind of wants to see kind of yeah. like a strict something from you and once people feel mm-hmm. like once once they ask for it then you have to like i feel like some you yeah. probably feel that way mm-hmm. so I how don't- do you feel about that I don't, because I also do, like, breakdowns on my channel of other celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, I'm not sure you guys heard that. <laughs> but um, someone's at my you. door. Don't mind it. But oh. um, because, because I do breakdowns for other celebrities, I see mm-hmm. what fans or people, like, supporters, the pressure that leads them to, like, viral burnout drugs like etc mm-hmm. I naturally just like know okay I have my limit like I'm I've made friends out of my subscribers I like a lot of them I follow them back I talk to them on discord on my comments I'm very like interactive but mm-hmm. I also know like it can get dangerous really quick mm-hmm. people can really like it it's you don't even need a hundred thousand subscribers to um interact with people who are not all there like when you have that many people because you could have a hundred thousand subscribers 
mm-hmm. and get five to ten million views on a video. You know, like me, I'll have a million views on a video and I only have a hundred. So, so that's a million people, a million different energies and spirits and like aura that um, you're introducing yourself to by putting mm-hmm. your face out there. And mm-hmm. the Bible says that, you know, even someone touching you is them releasing their energy. So someone watching you, that's whatever energy is watching you, you don't know. So mm-hmm. I've had situations in the beginning where I learned quick to be private because I've had like soccer type situations. That's why I'm like a, mm-hmm. I never show my house. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I have had people leave stuff at my house. And so I had wow. to like on my door and stuff, I've had to like, you know, Jeez. make sure I go to the gun range, keep myself safe, have security. And even, and it's from people too that are like around you every day. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not really your friend. That's like, oh, I know Kareen. She lives da 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 da. Which is why, Nico, you'll know in Orlando, everybody always complained they don't know my house because yeah. I learned quick. Like, yes. um, if you're like coming up, say you guys, you know, the podcast is blow out, go viral. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people. We receive that it, by the way. Auto- <laughs> yeah, it will happen in Jesus' name. <laughs> but say that happens, there's going to be a lot of people that grew up with you guys, went to church with you guys, mm-hmm. people that change your diapers. That's going to come <laughs> out of the woodworks. I'm so, you'd be surprised. I love how you said that because Haitians done- do say that. We change okay. your diapers. <laughs> Like, I change your diapers, and it's like, they'll come mm-hmm. out of nowhere, and if you're, like, trying to leave a boundary for your safety, people get offended, and mm-hmm. have to remind friends, like, you know, it sounds almost like you're being cocky to people, oh, you're acting brand new, it's not, it's like, but if I'm going somewhere, can you let me know who's going to be there in advance, because it might not be safe for me anymore, if mm-hmm. I just go, like, I was all the way in D.C., um, to go like visit family and me, Francia and Greg were just walking from a restaurant the street back to our hotel and there was people that was like, Karina, and I was like, I'm just a nobody with my wow. little channel wow. and it's like I don't even know this person. They don't look like they would even watch me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You won't even know who would watch you. They could look older or way too young or whatever. And yeah. then I just felt so uncomfortable, guys. I'm not like most people would be like like. get a, over 500,000 listens from this podcast, but only like 
500 people decide to um, subscribe to you because statistically YouTube says a person has to watch your videos at least three to five times before they subscribe. That's statistic. They give you like three, five times. YouTube will recommend a video. If you watch a full video of mine, it'll recommend two more videos to you just to right. encourage you to subscribe. You know what I mean? Right, right. So you don't look at subscribers. That's not even what gives you money. It's mm -hmm. the views. Mm -hmm. And you get views brand like youtube will promote it to whoever they will recommend mm -hmm. it to whoever you don't get to pick so mm -hmm. when you don't get to pick you got to be mm -hmm. careful because not everybody is gonna like you you that's know true. so that's why it's like no matter what i hear you guys but there's some things i'm like i'm not gonna do regardless. kudos to you yeah. for that i think that's <laughs> so good i feel like that's the most important especially right now in our in our age you don't even have to be famous but as a woman it's hard out here to be yeah. walking in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah, exactly. that this is some good advice that you just did. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people probably not going to, you know, some people are mm -hmm. just naturally open with their things, but yeah, just yeah. be careful. And I think what you, what mm -hmm. you describe is, I think it's great for people to kind of like know like what's out there, like how people yeah. react and stuff like that. So Even yeah. as a woman, yeah. Yeah, yeah because I remember like your best friend, I think your best friend or one of your close friends saying that I've never been to her house. And I was shocked. I was like, you're lying. You're just joking. Like you guys are making a joke right now. Yeah, and then she's like, know. no, I'm serious. And I'm like, no, there's no way. Like you're, you're literally really paranoid. Like, you're like afraid. And I wouldn't blame her. Your friend. And I understand because sometimes it's your closest friend that they go after so that they can actually try to reach you. So like, kudos to you like i i understand people have to respect it's that. not even because yeah 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 it's not even that like you like my closest they, they all make the jokes of course now i like you know <laughs> i'm not as trick with them but it's like in the uh -huh. beginning i feel like you know <laughs> you know my best friend nika she, yeah. she if she get comfortable enough she's like I let me drive by Kareem's house real quick when she's with a complete stranger in the car and not think about it type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, yeah, like I had to get after the first stalker experience I had and I moved like so quickly. Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't need to trust nobody, like nobody. Mm -hmm. And it was a paranoia thing I had to get over. And um, yes, that's yeah. why. But it's not like I'm trying to be even private with my own people. But okay. I wanted to like, I, I thought so far. I'm a Scorpio, y'all. So we think far, especially with <laughs> So I was like, probably had a vision. Go to them, kidnap them, and force them Instead, to get the address. Virgos be doing the same thing. So we, I, we get y'all, Scorpios. <laughs> Thank you. That was my thought. So that's where mm -hmm. I was at with that. I understand. <laughs> Definitely get it. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I just realized like we're like 22 minutes in and I just want to start talking about the real reason why we're yes. coming here because we have like, you know, we have a good idea of who you are in your background. <laughs> so now we're going to like, you know, dive into that video yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah. I posted. Um, I don't know if you want to play it. Do you want do you want to play it so that our listener can yeah. listen to it? Or do you want me to give like a, a summary like? What do you want to do, Abel? Do you want to it's play up, it? It's up to you guys if you have it. You I think we it. should we can, play it. We can, we can add it in this, like break it. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. 
Let me play the audio. Yeah, go ahead and hit the because you had some really strong opinion, and I'm like, you know what? You should come to the podcast. And by the way, this is like a. Go ahead. Okay, so let me put the sound on. Okay. No, am I feeling done? No, I want to ensure that if I take the Listen, steps hold on, hold on. Uh, you you, you got to get your feelings out of this. No, my feelings aren't in it, but I just want to Because you don't you don't because you're mad about a word and I'm here to tell you no, no that's the correct word. No, I just want to make word. sure we're using the correct verbiage because that's no, not that what is I'm a correct verbiage. Listen, I I'm listen, let me just finish. Go ahead. Repulse means you're disgusted. Yes. Now, you didn't describe disgusted when you explained why a man doesn't want to be with a promiscuous woman. You didn't describe repulsive. You didn't describe disgusted. You said it's because he's unsure whether or not what what role what route that's going to lead him to. He's unsure. Okay. And so we, we don't have to even say it's insecurity. It's more of an uncertainty, but it's not repulsiveness. So I think we it is repulsiveness. It, we, I, gonna, you, didn't, listen, you didn't describe repulsiveness. Well, okay. no, is. Look, if you let me, I'll tell you right now. You're mad about a word. I'm not I'm, mad. It be, I'm telling you this. I'm telling you verbiage is important. If I may pause for a second. You guys yeah. know when you're talking to someone, uh, like delivery is everything, right? And mm, yes. if you're having a debate or a conversation with someone and their tone is like, superior or too authoritative mm -hmm. or um like it's condescending in a sense you guys get what i'm saying like yes, yes. right mm -hmm. now <laughs> right right, <laughs> oh right. My God. i just want to comment if i never say that for every woman because you guys are familiar with this podcast they yeah like, it's been fresh ways, right fresh and fit podcast so yeah. fresh and fit pod yeah fits fresh and fresh fit and fits. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. for every woman that like go on there and it's the same conversation throughout with them mm -hmm. in the same like you know disrespect condescending superior voice like I don't think women go there and teach anything that's my thing mm -hmm. I have yet to like witness a clip of the women actually teaching anything because it's mm -hmm. like a back and forth to shut them down in the opinion before they even start talking like you guys just heard mm -hmm. that like I'll tell you right now yeah. and then just like you know yeah. In the strong it was a little like that they elevated. Use. Yeah. Like yeah. I said that before in one of my videos, a lot of these male like gurus, they're just like trying to make money off of people's anger and using those type of strong verbiage and you know, it wasn't necessary. But. Right, right. Yeah. We can continue. Look, so let's get to that point. Way. Yeah, let's get to that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why it's repulsive, despite what you want to say. You don't like the verbiage, but this is the truth. Men are repulsed. And you want to know why they're repulsed? Just like if you eat bitter food, what happens? You want to puke, right? You don't want to, you don't want to eat it, right? But the, but the point is, is that you, if you eat something bitter, your in, innate reaction to... Oh, what the? Men have that same feeling when, when they deal with women that are promiscuous because it is disgusting for men to commit to a woman that everyone else has had. Yeah, purity is a very important factor that accounts into a woman's value to a man. I hate to say it like that, guys. I'm telling you what men ain't never going to tell you. You guys want to know how you get a ring on a man and how you get him to commit whatever? He can't think that you're a hoe. Like, yeah. that's what it is. Because here's the thing. I've met girls that are strippers, porn stars, etc. They get a boyfriend. The guy's okay with it for a few weeks, a few months, whatever. But the conversation always comes. They want you to stop. I, I want you to stop yeah. this shit. Why? Because men have a stomach-turning reaction to a woman giving their goods to another man. 
it, it's just the way the world works, guys. You it's don't like, like it? You don't yeah. like your post or whatever? I agree. That's why I was trying to it's, wait but a couple stomachs, days at least. Yeah. Stomach, and I'm like, yo, I don't want you turns. to think that I'm just out here like that. It's like, like high school. Hold on. No, no, no. Like I'm, I'm finishing oh. this shit. Because yeah. they really need to understand this. Like, oh, repulse. We got to get your feelings out of it. A man is designed, his stomach is going to turn when he sees a girl being a hoe. If a girl's getting a train ran on her, that guy might bang her, but he definitely ain't going to take her serious and commit. Because men understand their reputation matters. They don't want to get laughed at by everyone. And quite frankly, committing to a promiscuous girl makes you look like a clown. It's yeah. bad for your rep. Men are hardwired to have their stomach turn yeah. at a girl that's a thought. Yo, you know in school, right? When you were in school and it was the, the football team or basketball team, and you heard the story about this girl got ran through by the whole team. Mm -hmm. You think a dude wants to wife her up? Hell no. Okay. Okay. So that's the clip. So how do you really feel first? about this? So, <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I, so actually, you're our guest. So yeah, you're our guest. I, that. Go ahead, go Michael. Ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I don't want to cut you, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so when I posted that um, video. The take, it's another channel. Uh, uh, go ahead. There's a delay. I'm sorry. There's a delay. You can talk, though. Sorry, there's a lagging. Forgive me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So the take is another channel um, that's on YouTube that do specifically like film reviews, right? And they did a video that is about to like back up what I'm saying really well. I'll find the title for you guys and then we put it on the screen or something when I do. But they basically talk about the hypocrisy of like basically, you know, um, Easy A, the movie Easy A and um, other films where you have young girls that lose their V-card or virginity to a boy, and the young girl would be, like, slut-shamed. And, mm -hmm. and the school, oh, you lost your V-card, this and that, but the boy would be dapped up and, you know, all mm -hmm. that stuff. And it goes even into adulthood where it's like, he said something, you know that girl in high school that got a train ran on her, right? So da, da, da. And my thing is, why is it not disgusting that a whole bunch of boys watch each other bear go in into the same, why are none of them disgusting when we look like my stomach turns? And it's all about the quality of woman he's talking about. Like we know with this gentleman from this podcast, um, according to every other video that's been made about them, because a lot of people gave their own opinions, they live in the clubs to find their girls. And one of them the other darker-skinned gentleman, he actually dated a girl that is exactly what he's describing. So there's hypocrisy in that. But you live in the clubs and you have, like, these girls that come on there that is not even the quality of women that you preach about that mm -hmm. men should seek. You have so you can embarrass them and shame them. Mm -hmm. But when you talk to, like, a, a woman who's actually educated, has mm -hmm. confidence, knows her stuff, is not promiscuous and all around, she's going to be disgusted by you for having multiple partners, especially with the high STD rates we know. And, uh, like, we're not trying to get um, cervical cancer from HPV. It's not like STDs and HIV is not the only thing you can get. You can mess up your pH balance, develop cysts, have PCOS, hormonal issues, like all of those mm -hmm. things from sleeping with somebody who just goes around. I don't know not mm -hmm. one high-value woman that agrees to date a guy that's just knowingly a hoe either, especially not in 2022 when statistically less women are choosing to marry, have babies, or mm -hmm. even settle. Like, no one is trying to settle for that anymore, not a high-value woman. So when he's describing that, 
my whole um, stance on it is it's about time that women start holding men accountable and not have yep. that archaic mentality that we all had where it's like just the women. I'm not saying that what he's saying is wrong if it's the guy's preference to not date a woman who's like all over the place, but understand mm-hmm. that they're talking like this and they have uh, multiple women. You know what I mean? It's just and like I, this guy mm-hmm. on Instagram. I forgot his name too, but they were all making fun of him. Yeah, he was basically telling men, don't date women with children. And he had 10 kids <laughs> from different women. <laughs> wow. But go ahead, Nika. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, the men, those men that talks like that, I feel like they're the one that's not high-valued men. Like, they're the one that actually are the people that sleep around. Because I feel like educated, yeah. high-value men, they don't actually speak like that about women. And most of them that talk like that, I would say maybe uh-huh. they were raised by a woman. So they're kind of projecting their woman, um, how would I say, their, their, their woman upbringing, up, like they're imposing it on other women. Like if a woman have um, had, you know, people called women that had like three boyfriends a hoe. Like if you had three boyfriends and you slept with like all three of them, for some men that's considered a hoe. So another question I wanted to ask you guys, if you yeah. guys want to answer, like, what is the definition of a hoe to you guys? Like, what is a hoe? Because men are so quick to, like, calling people hoes. So to me, like, that word is used so loosely. Like, what is a hoe to you guys? I'm going to let you answer that, Kareen. You can go ahead because I actually have the same <laughs> question. And I could just literally take that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, a whole, like if we're on the topic of high value and, and low value, cause mm-hmm. I started moving away from those words when everybody mm-hmm. said it was a word you that came from it. like the femininity community. Like we started this, <laughs> but like everybody done took it over as far as the men and stuff and they're misusing it. And mm-hmm. there's a difference between high value and high quality. And we're moving mm-hmm. towards more high quality, where to men, a high value woman is like an Instagram baddie, nice shape, pretty Kim Kardashian type. And even what uh, I think fit, the one that I was speaking was saying is false, like Kanye wasn't repulsed by Kim. Mm. You know, he still married her. And you'll have a lot of other women in the industry, or that's just mm-hmm. in regular society, a lot of high value, high earning men marry mm-hmm. like escorts mm-hmm. or they'll go to the club mm-hmm. and find a stripper and wife her and this and that men are not repulsed don't listen to that lie like don't even listen to it but the high quality um what we're talking about is like the ceo of netflix i think mm-hmm. i'm gonna correct myself if i'm wrong he's married to like this black woman who looks just like a regular woman you have like a obama and michelle you know, type of thing where Michelle is not like Kim all done up and stuff. You had um, Bill Gates with his ex-wife, basic, you know, and then even the new wife, new woman that he allegedly cheated with looks like an average woman. And then you have um, um, so many examples like Denzel and Pauletta, his wife, that just the high value is not this. It's not body. Okay. It's not physical. High value is literally... What, yes, like Robert Kiyosaki, he's like, I have his book here. That's what I just recorded, but like he wrote Rich yeah. Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, his I, wife, read that. I read that. I read that. Yeah, he's, she's a regular, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a regular looking woman and he's happy with because she's intelligent. He's like, yo, she's financially literate. She can bring to the table as terms of advice still be a nurturer but has her own and this term that women believe to be a high value woman means you have to be a pampered princess housewife Mm -hmm. type of thing no a lot of these men like even like jeff bezos ex-wife all of them they go after very intelligent women i know a couple women that spoke on my discord that were billionaires they were literally married to billionaires i have a couple of them that follow me and Mm -hmm. they're very educated like boss mm-hmm. type of they're not like pimpered with mm-hmm. the idea that these millennials mm-hmm. and whatever think of high value woman would look like so mm-hmm. off the jump these men that are all talking about these very superficial standards of high value don't even know what they're talking about and that mm-hmm. shows they're not even rubbing shoulders with the rich so they <laughs> don't even know what quality is or how to look. They're just giving um, men what they think they want to hear to, like, make money off of them. They're not even in those circles. Look what type of people Mm -hmm. they have, like, that come to their podcast. And not to shame any of the girls, you know. Like, I'm not saying that to, you know. But clearly they're not billionaires. Or, like, and it's not even about money, you know. It's just Mm -hmm. quality, like, intelligence. What can you teach this and that? So Mm -hmm. that was to say um, for the sense that you were talking about with high value, But in terms of what a hoe is, Mm -hmm. it is a fact that wealthy, well-to-do, educated men don't care about that stuff. Like, I'm telling you, if you look at the wives of the wealthiest men in the world collectively, all Mm -hmm. of those women have had other men previous, like they worked, but none of them came into the marriage of virgins. Okay, that's not mm-hmm. to say because I know we're traditional and we're mm-hmm. all religious and I promote celibacy on my channel. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I don't want women to think if I had two or three partners or whatever in my youth, I did this. That means I can never marry the man of my dreams because he's going to be repulsed. By because me. Yeah, that's what he said. He that said. is a lie. Yeah. yeah. He basically said that um, if you had slept around so whole, in your youth, you would have to actually move to a whole different state mm-hmm, to yeah. find a, 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 a person to marry. So I have this question. So I have this question. And to, to, to first of all, kind of like address what this guy is saying, he's obviously speaking. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what, I don't know him. I've never really listened to them like that. But he mm-hmm. looks like he has some personal experiences with whatever women he's been dating where something must have happened to him and he's literally lashing out of these at these women and just saying exactly how he's he feels like he's very like very very it's like he looks very almost intentional in trying to like penetrate you know with some type of negativity but at the same time i want to know because a lot of men tend to have his opinion you know they do have that um you know that mindset where if a woman is promiscuous, I don't use the term whole personally. That's just not something I like to use. But, but if promiscuous woman, could be a married so, person, though. So, so that exactly, was confusing so, to me. So, so this is the thing, because I feel like promiscuity, when I looked it up, the word is just someone who prefers to sleep with multiple partners and who likes to just be sexually active with multiple just multiple partners and that's by definition of Google. That's what I found. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like in terms of the the term promiscuous i've heard a lot of men well personally when you talk to different men they're 
they their answers can vary. So I think that's something that we would want to ask our like our listeners in terms of like men, how do they really feel? Because I've heard men say, you know, I don't really care if the girl has been sleeping around. I just care why, like, and what was happening. Some people say, I just want to know what happened. Like what was making this person go around and just feel like they need to, is it some lack of self-esteem or maybe it's like a daddy issues or things like that. There are different responses. And then there are men like him who's like straight up. No, I don't care what your reason was. It's like you being out there and let's be real guys. We live in a world where we do have the double standard. And that's why I resonate so much with what Kareem said earlier is that we need to start teaching the same things that we teach our young little girls to our young little boys. Because at the end of the day, the girl is not being slept by herself. Like she's not sleeping with herself. She's literally sleeping with another person. And we need to hold that same person, that other party accountable, which is a man. And that are, those are the men that we're being, that are being, you know, that we're raising in our society. So I, it, it would be great to kind of see a shift, but the reality is that's our society. That is the, the whole mindset that if a woman is out there sleeping around like men like him would basically slut shame them because obviously that's what we know everything that we're we're like our mind is so crazy it's like everything because if you didn't know this this is red speak you know statistically speaking if you didn't know that this is red then how would you know like it would be like for all you would know it could have been blue I don't know if you guys make making sense of what I'm saying. So basically, why why do we know yeah. this is a hoe? Because society says that is just what it is. It's pr promiscuity. I, I have something to add. So I have the standard is based on what society is putting that. The standard yeah. that our society mm -hmm. is putting it as, you know? So I feel like personally, like we should learn to kind of treat our young men because it's like like Corinne was saying high value men if you're being around sleeping around with other people like a woman that values herself probably is afraid of that you know like I don't want to catch yeah. STDs I don't want to catch like who are you sleeping around with I don't want you to come out here and just enter my temple and giving me whatever thing you and it's not just STDs me I look at it more like in a spiritual aspect where there is demons there is you know like the soul, soul the, the soul tie you know, that, that's, I almost cursed, but that stuff is real. So mm -hmm. there is that aspect to it, but it's just about what are we teaching nowadays? It's like, well, how are we teaching our young girls? I don't want to go on a rant because I've been quiet and I like to talk, but, um, <laughs> but it's really to me. Yeah, and, but and I, guys, I do want you guys, I do want you guys to answer that question because for me, I thought a hoe was someone who sleep with men for money, you know, just period. But it seems like the definition of a hoe has changed. It's it's become someone who just likes to sleep around. Hmm. Um, um, I I would say someone who likes to sleep around could either be insecure or just like to sleep around. I wouldn't say that they're a hoe for that. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, what hmm. would you guys say? Like, would you define a hoe as someone who used to sleep around or like to sleep around? I like I was saying there's earlier, a delay. I there's like a I delay. Was, okay. I heard Did your you question. I heard your oh, question. Okay. But well what, what what I was saying earlier is that I feel like this term now, this term that people are using the whole, you know, term. The whole term is basically based on just society itself. It's not to me personally, I think it's just based on what society makes it. And according to Google now, it's just somebody that's promiscuous that likes to sleep with multiple partners or that have to have 
sexual. I don't think whole is like I don't even think it's in the def like the dictionary. I I look at the term promiscuous because I don't think urban dictionary the urban dictionary it's an urban dictionary but it's it not is in a, the real dictionary yeah it's not so it's like I think it's something well I guess personally I don't even use it so it's like I think it's promiscuous I think what they're really trying to say it's is derogatory. Yeah, it's just a it's just mm-hmm. a way to degrade the person, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I'm but, I'm not really too sure. <laughs> yeah. Here's my thing. I feel like um the word hoe is used specifically to describe women. Like women call men hoes too, but mm-hmm. like we'll call future, for instance. He's that celebrity mm-hmm. everybody agrees is a hoe. Mm-hmm. But um he and goes around, but future's <laughs> Yeah, it's no, funny. Well, they don't even call is, him. We we uh-huh. see him as just like he's going through something. <laughs> they they don't even call him a hoe. It's interesting <laughs> but, how they don't call him a hoe, and he has like multiple baby mamas. It's funny how they don't call him. That's a what I was saying. But they call future so like a hoe. Yeah. Well, even yeah, but even though future is labeled a hoe, he's mm-hmm. still. There's no shortage of women that want him. There's no consequences in a sense because he's women are still in line to get. But there's this quote I'm telling you guys that goes: If men were the ones getting pregnant, there'll be far less children in the world, right? And there'll be far less dating, sleeping around promiscuous. And I always ask a man that likes to sleep around a lot, like, what if you could get pregnant? What would you do? <laughs> that you know, on the first date, you want to like not use protection or whatever, a lot of men would not be going around. And I think we have to hold them responsible. But to me, the term hoe, and I'm not even saying that to sound like cliche or, you know, mm-hmm. it's not that I just don't like it. It's that I feel if it was used, being used equally, I wouldn't have a problem. If the definition stood, mm-hmm. we started labeling more men that we know had at least, or that are chronic cheaters on their wives or that we know has had at least 10 plus partners. And then a lot of people agree to disagree what number of relationships or partners is like after this number. Like if you're like in your 30s or mid-20s and you've been living life, you're going to most likely have dated more than three people if you're not like you didn't find that one person that you were with, right? But a lot of women don't get the benefit of, of the doubt. Like Obel was saying that I was like, yes, girl, you are preaching right on when he said um, uh, women sleep, like finding out why the woman is doing that. Like, does mm-hmm. she have daddy issues? I've done several videos on daddy and, and mommy issues and on mental health in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And was she taken advantage of when she was younger, like touched physically? Mm-hmm. Like I did a breakdown on Rita Hayworth, which is like this beautiful old glamorous, uh, actress or whatever who her own father used to say you're my wife and have his way with her all the time and she ended up being very you know loose. but people don't give the benefit of the doubt and um, to women for that like what psychologically is going on there exactly. but men will have the same mm-hmm. issues they'll have mommy issues daddy issues too and when they express it they get congratulated that's the only mm-hmm. difference we get demonized and they get congratulated, you know? So if there was more equality in that sense of the usage, like if I could just call a guy, and I do it, I'm setting the standard. If anybody's watching, I'll tell the man, hey, 
you're kind of a hoe. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm not like one to be like, like, yo, I know how many partners you've had. I've seen you date around. I'm not talking to you. Go ahead. But would you marry someone that dated around? Because if you, you know, if we're setting the standard, would you marry someone who dated around and had multiple partners? Well, well, no, if, if we're setting, if, it depends on the level of ignorance of the guy, you know, like if he's one of those guys that think like these men, like, oh, if you slept around, I'm repulsed, then I'm going to judge you by the same, like God says, one day you will be judged by your own words that came out your mouth to judge somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know the specific Bible verse word for how he said it, but I know that was ingrained in my head from my uncle. He always told me that by your own, yes, by your own words, you will be judged. So wow. if I'm judging you for something, God is going to mm-hmm. hold me to an even bigger standard. Cause I, Oh, you know, it so well to the point where you're mm-hmm. judging people. So you should know better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to tell me that you want a virgin, you better be a virgin. I'm a judge right. by your words type of thing. But if the guy is not like one of those ignorant people that, you know, and then you had a, multiple partners, but you like, you know, different with your life, you're more low key. Like you can always tell when someone has had like a growth and mm-hmm. based off conversation and courtship, then it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Just like I wouldn't hope my past would be a big deal for him because mm-hmm. we're all just growing and we all have some, I was listening to you guys' other podcast do um, we all have a sob story. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> we all have a sob story. <laughs> I don't know why Nika asked that question, but yeah. I don't know. Nika asked sometimes get people to talk. You know she's good with the questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to. I, I'm, I'm just trying to hear people's, you know, <laughs> perspective on things. That's why I ask those questions. But yes. <laughs> Yes, I agree with you, Corrine. I think that um, I'm so happy that you touched on that, too, because I feel like mm-hmm. when, and by the way, it was Matthew 7. I looked it up. Matthew 7, verse 1. I think as a society, it's time for us to kind of change our perspective and kind of change the dynamic in which we kind of like see women and men mm-hmm. and kind of like now as Christians specifically, um, we need to kind of hold everyone accountable and everyone to the same standards because exactly. um, that at the end of the day, you don't know people's stories. You don't know their stops or you don't know what's happening in their world. You don't know if they were um, abused as a child. You don't know their story. So you shouldn't judge mm-hmm. them. But at the same time, I think it's up to us now as you know, future parents and the, in the generation that we're raising now is to start kind of teaching our young boys hey you're also valuable you know that little private part of yours is valuable okay Mm -hmm. and so you don't want to just give it around to every woman you see like we need to learn and start teaching our young men that Mm -hmm. they're the prize too because i i want to make that very clear because a lot of people when they when in our society say oh yeah if you got the girl then you know the girl is the prize at the same time you mm-hmm. you you're catching the men. We're all valuable in the eyes of God, and we should mm-hmm. also hold ourselves to that standard. Where you you know you understand that I'm not gonna just sit around and sleep with other women too because I'm valuable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and exactly. once we start seeing that and start shifting that, and I love the fact that you said maybe if men will start getting pregnant, Lord Jesus, mm, things would have changed. <laughs> That would have been some, oh, man, I need them to start getting their period, too. I don't know why we had to have it, but. 
Okay, so like some people would argue that we are kind of preaching based on our religious background because some people may feel like if I like sex, I like sex mm-hmm. and I just sleep around. Like it really doesn't matter. It doesn't mean I don't value myself. It doesn't mean that I'm, I have insecurity issues. It doesn't mean I have past trauma. Some people would say, why, why can't I just like sex and just, you know, just like sleeping around and, and like sex. Like, why does it have to be this big thing where you're seeing it as I'm insecure or I don't value myself or I don't know myself? So how would you guys respond to things like that? Because they're going to say, oh, those girls are like three Christian girls that grew up Christian and they're just, you know, imposing their religious ways and views on <laughs> us and kind of shaming us without shaming us, making uh-huh. it seem like someone who sleeps around, it is a negative thing. So how would you respond to stuff like that? Go ahead, Karen. You, you could have the floor for now. <laughs> okay. I'll take this as I'm burning up inside. But before <laughs> I answer that, when Obel was talking, um, mm-hmm. I was thinking, I said, you, when you think of the sexiest men in Hollywood or in history, you think of automatically like Denzel, right? Like he comes up to mind and stuff. And what people like most about Denzel is he has like this mysterious, like respectable aura. No matter where he goes, people are going to respect him. You don't hear his name not to say like in everything. He's like been with the same woman for so long and he like, puts her in the forefront on the red carpet. He's lovey-dovey all upon her and stuff. And mm-hmm. even his kids, you see how his kids grew up. You know that was a man, a father, a, a husband that was in the presence. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have the reputation and the track record of sleeping around. That's sexy to women, right? And when you think of, like, the opposite of that, you'll think of, like, a future, you know, or if you bring up, if you try to compare, for instance, LeBron James, who's been with Savannah for so long, and you don't hear, even if LeBron is doing something, he keeps it so like, you know, you don't hear his name like that, and he stays like mm-hmm. that, his name will come up in a more respectful light, versus like, if you know the history of Dwayne Wade, you compare it to Dwayne Wade, who like, okay, you left your wife of your youth, but this cheated on her and did this. And then you got with Gabrielle, had an outside baby. Mm -hmm. Like the level of respect will never be the same, right? So men have to understand now with women statistically, because when men talk on these podcasts and stuff, I throw facts at them, statistics, Mm -hmm. the science. Statistically, women are getting more degrees, are having higher paying jobs, are having more options. You can't dangle the carrot of marriage in women's face anymore. They don't care for that anymore. We can provide for ourselves. We can, like, you know, and it's not like, um, oh, independent, strong women or anything like that. Some of us want to be feminine. But in the history of women, women were not, didn't used to be able to work, you know, and provide for themselves. So when they got married, it was mm-hmm. survival, and they were stuck in it. Now if we're wanting to get married, it's going to be for love. It's going to be because we want you, not because of survival. We have options. We have degrees. It's not like our parents who didn't, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. with that, men need to understand their pool of, of women to date is getting slimmer and slimmer because women are mm-hmm. having more standards, even on social media. Mm-hmm. You guys see the memes. You guys see the retweets. Women are expecting to be flued out. They're expecting nice gifts. They're expecting nice dinners. They're expecting more romantic gestures. So men that don't want to get with the program 
are going to be left behind, you know? So they need to understand women are no longer settling for a man, too, who's so easily accessible. Being inaccessible is attractive. That's why Denzel is so attractive. Not any woman can just say they had him. When any woman can say they had you, like, I would not, I'd be embarrassed to have future on my arm. Like, that's just me. To say, that's my man, and I'm sticking with, I would be embarrassed. You know, and there's lots of women that's doing better for themselves. I would be equally embarrassed. I wanted to like add that. And with um, mm-hmm. Nika's question, like refresher, it was um, uh, basically I'm saying that the way we're talking about, you know, uh, valued, high vi- valued men and how oh, the Christian women, mm-hmm. and we're talking about it based on a yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. perspective. And there are women that would say that. Well, sleeping around doesn't yeah, mean yeah, I yeah, have yeah. like yeah. past issues or past trauma or I'm insecure. Like, why is it such a problem to just like to have sex or just want to have sex? Why is it a bad thing? Or why do you guys have to make excuses for it as like, oh, well, you know, they probably had problem with growing up or maybe they're insecure. Why can't they just want to have sex and just like to have sex without having any type of problem that is associated with it here's 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 how i respond to that i Mm -hmm. say it we're not just saying women we're like putting both men and women in that in that talk men who has said with no regards to having a connection are suffering through something too i say they go through their trauma Mm -hmm. they express their trauma and get congratulated but when women do we get demonized and Mm -hmm. um whether, again, with the statistics, the facts, the science, I did a soul time video where I did the science, not even okay. science proved that we get connected. We exchange, when you kiss someone, you exchange mm-hmm. chemicals, fluids, their energy. Mm-hmm. You've never seen a couple that starts to look like each other. It's not a, pho- a phenomenon that's like not scientific. It's scientific. And who mm-hmm. you around, who you lay with will have a mm-hmm. lasting imprint on you. Physical mm-hmm. touch is transparency of energy. That has been mm-hmm. proven scientifically. So mm-hmm. when you sleep with someone, there is always a consequence. It's like saying eating cake is pleasurable. Why can't I eat cake just because I like to eat cake? But you keep mm-hmm. eating cake, like you're mm-hmm. going to get, like one of my friends, I said that before she developed, like um, I don't want to say what type of cancer, but she would eat like an apple pie a day from, you know, like mm-hmm. she was pregnant and I was, I was just like, yo, that, that's a lot of sugar. This will happen. Like we know what sugar does to the body. Just cause you like something, it feels good. Doesn't mean there's no consequence. There's always a price to pay. And I'm not even mm-hmm. saying that from a um, Christian standpoint, I don't always go mm-hmm. through that even on my channel. You mm-hmm. see it from a scientific and a health. You can mm-hmm. have sex because you want to, but make sure it's with the same partner and that partner is not having, you know, that's why I'm not all for like, those open relationships where they keep bringing newer, newer people into the room. Because not only is that energy that you're transferring mm-hmm. to you, but pH balance, mixing like that, this is how mm-hmm. you get a lot of, like, hormonal issues. Women don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at more risk when we have sex freely than men are. Because you know. there are worse things in this mm-hmm. life, too, than the basic diseases that we know about. So we okay. put ourselves... 
and a lot more risk. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's not, I don't ever try to argue from the Bible standpoint, because I know there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that don't believe, you know, necessarily. Mm-hmm. So look at it um, anatomy wise, look at it health wise, mm-hmm. like it's not good for you physically mm-hmm. to keep exchanging saliva, fluid, touch, and all of that with multiple people. A lot of women, um, psychologically, uh, the women that are at highest risk for schizophrenia and um, split personality disorders and other disorders were prostitutes. Why is that? Mm. Why is that? When you have all of those souls in you, those different personalities and auras Mm. and energies, you're conflicted on who you are. You're battling their demons like... And now I'll get Christian. So now you can say mm-hmm. I get you Christian. Can, you can get but Christian. <laughs> <laughs> the way I see it, you know that song that goes to Jesus in you, loves the Jesus in me. So mm-hmm. he said, like, they say, oh, Bell, right now, you're not ever alone for real. There's always an unseen world around us if we're going mm-hmm. by Bible. Mm-hmm. So you either have a light around you or you mm-hmm. have the light fighting the dark, which is the idea of the conscious, right? And the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is talking to you. So when I travel, I travel with the entourage of spirits naturally. When I enter a room, my spirits come with me. They're, your spirits that's around you right now is your entourage, and they're there. You will never see them. Now, if I'm around somebody that only has negative spirits around them all the time, it mingles. A spirit can see you. And that's how they're introduced to you. You got to understand when Satan came down with all his fallen angels, he came down with all of that too. So mm-hmm. you introduce yourself to new spirits when you introduce yourself to people. And when you get to be in close intimacy mm-hmm. with those different spirits, when you're laying down with someone, you're not just laying down with that person. Their spirits are in the room with your spirits. And if that's they're right. not mixing, that's why you got to be careful who you marry, who you date your friends. And mm-hmm. that's why you get the idea that someone can like you for no reason and want to mm-hmm. do you harm, you don't understand it, is mm-hmm. because the light that's like your angels that's with you cannot mm-hmm. mix with their demons and their demons torment them until they mm-hmm. want to do you harm or dislike you or do whatever because they can't mm-hmm. be around each other. Now imagine mm-hmm. you go lay down with someone like that. Mm-hmm. Those spirits mm-hmm. are going to fight all the time and eventually... When you keep ignoring your conscience, this is when you sin against the Holy Spirit, and then you have God turn his face. Because, yes, God says there's no sin he cannot forgive except for when you sin against the Holy Spirit, yep. right? And if you're constantly, willingly choosing to stay in a battle between two spirits all the time, eventually, mm-hmm. one is going to win. And That's in right. the case, yeah, go ahead, Obel. I yeah. also wanted to add, so to... So if you're trying to conclude this, would you be saying that people who does sleep around has like a issue that they're dealing with? Like, would you say that there is something wrong with it? Like there's something wrong with them and there's an issue that they need to deal with? No, no, I wouldn't say that. God created sex, you know, he created the orgasm and for it Mm -hmm. to be pleasure and all that. There's mm-hmm. no idea to be a lot of people, for instance, without giving information that's been molested at a young age, mm-hmm. they often feel guilty when they go to therapy. The number one thing guilty because I liked it. 
because they were a child, they didn't understand, mm-hmm. and they just mm-hmm. felt the sensation of like the orgasm right. and don't understand why they like it. So they battle with that, right? And mm-hmm. it's always like they got to go to therapy to retrain them, themselves to not feel shame towards it mm-hmm. or to mm-hmm. not. That's why you see a lot of women that go through it battle a lot. It's a lot of therapy, mm-hmm. guys. So I would never label um, liking sex, enjoying sex, especially if you've already in your youth experimented with it and you like it as like bad, you know, like it's a bad thing, something's wrong with you, no, because God puts that. Even the feeling of Holy. being turned on mm-hmm. came from God. <laughs> we honor guess- God properly with sex if we're doing it the right way. But I'm saying with multiple people, let's not confuse that. Yeah, 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 yeah. With right. multiple people, what mm-hmm. I would say is I I never want to get um, spiritual with that. I would mm-hmm. just go by the science, you know. Like mm-hmm. if someone wants to do it, I would always suggest like people that went through therapy and have a healthy relationship with themselves. That's like I did the work, clean. I went through therapy, I did that, and I still mm-hmm. enjoy sex, and I want the occasional partner here and that. Do you? But there's a lot of women. And men that do this, that have never gone through therapy to figure out, and you don't need to go to therapy just when you've been, you know, taken advantage of or stuff like that. Like, go to therapy even if you, like, people think put a stigma on therapy, like something to be wrong with you if you go. Nothing has to be wrong with you. Just go to go. Just talk, mm-hmm. and you'll be surprised what comes out. A lot of mm-hmm. go to therapy, never do the work on yourself and just say, mm-hmm. let me be me. I'm doing this because I like it. All while they mm-hmm. don't know themselves. They're not familiar with their trauma. They're not even aware that there's probably a suppressed memory that needs to mm-hmm. come out or something like that. And not saying that's the case for everyone, but for mm-hmm. a lot of people, that is the mm-hmm. case. So if you're going to make like a bold decision to put your health at risk, your life, your state of mind, know mm-hmm. why, know yourself, and at least do the work. That would be my only advice, but I wouldn't say like it's a mm-hmm. bad thing or label it like or judge anyone who does it like you know mm-hmm. okay because i feel like the minute like people like us who has a christian background it's just like how do you kind of tell your peers or someone at work that like girl yeah tonight i was with this you know? guy and yeah tomorrow i was with the other guy blah 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 like how do you kind of like try to preach them what you're preaching to us right now like a, for our i'm gonna be real with you i'm gonna be real with you for a second i think corinne did a great job and i i i don't have anything else to say but i'm gonna see if i can kind of like sum it down for 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 our listeners um she did mm-hmm. a great job at explaining the reasoning instead of putting the biblical aspect first like she said there is a lot more scientific and spirituality mm-hmm. into this and it doesn't have to w- without even looking at what the bible is saying and i think that's where that's not my question by the way i'm not saying to how do we preach them biblically like how do we go about when i say preach i don't mean like biblical preaching i mean like how do we go mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. telling people that hey you should like you know think different about it like um, make sure that you're understanding the consequences behind it. Like, how do we go about telling people that if they just feel like, girl, it's just sex, it's whatever. Like, but like, do you, do you understand said, the question? Maybe I'm not asking. The I, understand the yeah, question. I understand. But people may feel like you're shaming them when you're yes. kind of like yes. coming at it that way. You know what? I, I definitely, I'm a firm believer that um, even as 
it has, I'm a Christian, so I'm going to identify as that. But I'm a firm believer mm-hmm. that we do have the uh, we do have freedom of of choice. And God did allow us to make our choices. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. our choices, we just have to recognize that there are still consequences. We're not going to shame somebody. We're not going to judge somebody because just because they love sex and they're, you know, they, they mm-hmm. want to enjoy it. That's their that's them. That's their mm-hmm. body that they can choose whether or not they want to sleep with someone or not but at the end of the day facts still remain facts and if you do your research and like kareen with i think kareen basically touched all the points without just going biblically and that's what i was mm-hmm. trying to tell you is that they will still be able to hear based on whatever that she explained the spirituality mm-hmm. the the because i feel like as humans we're more spiritual beings we're first spiritual beings and then we're physical so yeah. the fact that she explained the soul tie if you want to get more detailed into that you can go ahead and find out yourself the, the whole part mm-hmm. about STDs and things that you may catch if you're not being careful. And we do mm-hmm. know statistically, scientifically, there are um, diseases that you're more prone to having because you're you mm-hmm. have multiple sex partners. And medically speaking, they even talk about that. So there are all the facts laid out. At the end of the day, does that stop you from not making the choices that you want? Nobody mm-hmm. can judge you for it, but you just have to understand that there will be consequences. There are actions and we they are repercussions period so we're as you know we as women we as christians it's not our job to judge someone based on the choices that they make they have that that freedom because Mm -hmm. even god gave us that freedom when we sin every Mm -hmm. day when we do things that we sure no it's not right it's not like we don't know it's not right we just choose that that's what we want to do in the moment we let our flesh take over and we do it but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that if i do get caught up in some bad things that it might not Mm -hmm. happen to me it will happen but that i have to live with that i have to understand Uh that i made that choice and to move forward and what Mm -hmm. we want is we need to start being more comfortable with owning our owning our choices and understanding that just because we own that choice doesn't mean that we're not going to have consequences, you know? And as long as we can move past that and understand, okay, you know what? I want to be better as a human and I'm going to go and do those things and see what is best for me. What is best for my mental health? What is the best thing for my spiritual health, my physical Mm -hmm. health? If we start looking at ourselves like that and understand that these are dimensional of wellness altogether, then from there we can start making better choices whether we're christians or not so i think this was a really healthy conversation i think we did better at explaining those things um because hearing it from the fresh and fit podcast i feel like it was very disturbing the way the men actually express how men would be repulsive i feel like we should have more of these conversation because i feel like not a lot of people are talking about that like we kind of talk about sex in an unhealthy way and i feel like we should start talking about it in a more healthy way and that i think you did a really job at explaining it and i'm asking those questions not because this is how i feel (laughs) but it's mostly because i know there are people who actually are thinking those questions you know right yeah 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 and you did you did so i wanted to thank you guys i wanted to real quick um to what obel um Mm-hmm. with saying and Tanika's question with mm-hmm. how do you like talk, like if you have a friend I, I wouldn't like with a friend if you just because you choose to be celibate or remain mm-hmm. a virgin or something people are gonna do them you know what I mean mm-hmm. but having conversation like we just did 
Mm-hmm. If you're having it one-on-one with a person, it's best you ask, like, you do a good job, Nika, with asking questions, like, to get mm-hmm. it out of the person, you know? And mm-hmm. you can have the conversation in a non-offensive way where mm-hmm. it's like, if they come up to you and it's like, you notice it's the third boyfriend, mm-hmm. like, in those same months, you can just be like, sis, what's going on? Like, what are you looking for in a man? You could start it light-hearted like that and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then what do you think goes wrong when y'all do break up? And then they start mm-hmm. giving details like, you know, do you think, like, anything else you could change in that aspect or maybe you're moving too quickly? Like, there's always a way to be patient and let them mm-hmm. talk and then kind of use what they say to, like, mm-hmm. respond in a way to – you know, get them to see for themselves. When you can get someone mm-hmm. to see for themselves something, they're more likely going to change than when you're trying to just tell them, you know, you could get this disease, that exactly. people are not going to be responsive exactly. to that. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I wanted video, to hear. I, I wanted to hear that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, always- like, even with the soul ties, you wouldn't go to your friend mm-hmm. and just be like, you know about soul ties? Let me tell you about soul The person <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would be like, really? But just mm-hmm. have a conversation, mm-hmm. and then just you'll be smart enough to know what questions to ask based off what mm-hmm. they say, and you kind of sneak that little advice there. But retreat mm-hmm. if you see it's not being received, just retreat and kind of still make mm-hmm. them feel comfortable to like in mm-hmm. the future talk. You don't want nobody to be like, I'm not telling her my stuff no more because exactly. you know she's exactly. So you got to know when to retreat when you see they're starting to be uncomfortable. Just be like, okay, I'm. I'm too deep in this and then you gotta let people be you know yeah perfect but you gotta also understand that people don't like to feel like they're being attacked and they don't like to be put on the spot so as christians Mm -hmm. we can pray for them we can we can Mm -hmm. ask god let them find clarity let them find Mm -hmm. light in whatever they're going through like we don't we say it but we really don't do that for people like when we see things sometimes Mm -hmm. we need to pray about how to approach someone or we could just let it be and let god do the work because as christians we don't do the Mm -hmm. work the holy spirit does so i love Mm -hmm. it i love i we love talking to you kareen like you're 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 amazing (laughs) and so we're gonna end end, we could go all day i feel like me and kareen could go all day um yes i I know i have to set a question i felt like i feel like i was interviewing kareen annabelle (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go but now i'm doing the interviewing anyway in a fun way because you think i'm the uptight sometimes not having fun so i i have some fun questions for you kareen and what it is that's gonna be it's gonna be a game though Mm -hmm. so we're gonna end it where we're gonna try to guess something about you we're gonna see if who who knows you better naika or or i so what we're gonna try to before we start who you think is gonna win oh my gosh it doesn't matter (laughs) Oh, I really don't know. No, we're just making think, it fun. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I think Nika's been around more recently, but then Obel knows like old me, so yeah. it's it's like fifty fifty. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So this is gonna be fun. Okay. Yeah. So I have a couple of questions here. What I'm gonna do is you you you've heard of the game Never Have mm-hmm. I Ever, right? So I'm gonna say a couple of things, but you won't answer. Yes. I'm going to answer. <laughs> Nike is going to answer uh-huh. what she thinks, and then you're going to answer to kind of confirm which one is right. And if you have a story, you're free to tell us the back, the back, you know, the background story of it. Okay. Okay. I'm All right. keeping first one. one. Okay. First one. <laughs> okay. Uh, never have Kareen 
gone skinny deeping, deeping, deeping. Oh my gosh, my accent. Skinny deeping. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, ooh, that's a good one. I'm gonna say yes. She's gone skinny deeping before. What about I'm you, gonna, Nana? I'm gonna say no. Okay. <laughs> Which one is I it? Mean, you have to at least once in your life. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because she's so like because you're like so different I'm like oh my gosh i cannot you know people might see me you know <laughs> i'm thinking of all of no, that i mean if you're in private no. exactly that's you don't have to do it in front of people yeah all right have all you right. about have you point 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 have you point. No, actually, I. Of course he has. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Have I? I think I have. I think That's I have. You. Have you, Nigga? Okay. Come on. I have, have you? Like yeah, everybody have. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. has at some yeah. point. We have to at least once. Yeah, everybody. Has. Yes. Just to say you did. <laughs> Just to say yes. All right. So yeah. the next the next question is: okay. Never have Kareen missed a flight. I definitely think she missed a flight. I think she has because she's always traveling with her best friends. I have not. Oh, what? I have not because, Nika, you know we don't play about time. You know All we don't right. play about time. All oh, right. But you always travel with other people. I feel like you guys, they, you know, make you target. No, I'm annoying on them for flights. Oh. For flights, oh. I'm like, hey, We got to get you, it. But, right. but what did you say? You say I you said think no. she has. I think she no, has. You said oh, she I didn't let Oba answer. I did. Oh, I did. you said she have missed a flight. You said I, I did. Think she have. I think she have oh, missed a flight. Okay, yeah, okay, I said okay, I yeah, think. So yeah, we okay. both were wrong. Yeah, we both were wrong. But point. I'm yeah, still yeah, point yeah. up. Okay. I'm still point up. Just so you can just remember one point. Just how competitive <laughs> we are. Just I'm still <laughs> up one. I'm I'm up one. Okay. All right. So uh -huh. never have Corinne okay. been on a blind date. Nika, go ahead first. A blind date? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I don't okay. think so either. I don't think you've been ever been on a blind date. Mm. All right. You both all right. Are right. <laughs> By the way, do not show us your uh -huh. face reaction. You She's need to doing have a good. poker face. She's doing She's good. Had, no, she, had a, oh, okay. she did not have a poker face. She was like, oh, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. She did not have a poker face. didn't have a poker face. I'm good yeah, now. Go ahead. Have. Okay. So <laughs> never have Corinne um, falling asleep in public. She's never falling asleep in public. What um, do you mean by public? Like, like, like the plane, there's a, movie there's a, theater. Yeah, like in the outings. Like, there's an outing, and then she just falls asleep. I think she has. I think she has. I feel too. like most people. Fall I think she has. I think she has. Not me. If but... you've been on a plane, yeah, yeah. Okay, you have. So, point for me too. Yeah. I actually never fell fall asleep in public. <laughs> I think. If you were inside of a plane and you fell oh, asleep, yeah. really. Oh, no. I think I'm not either. really sleeping though. Oh yeah, you're not. Sleeping. I'm not really sleeping because I when we went to Paris, Obel, you. you oh, I guess you're right. I but guess. don't tell me you didn't sleep for ten hours. You're right. We <laughs> did. We did sleep. Okay, oh, yeah. that's the only time I can remember. That's the only time. Okay. All right. All right. Um, mm -hmm. never yeah. have Corinne pranked someone. I think she has. Like everybody in their youth have pranked someone. <laughs> I think she has. I think she's done a April Fools on someone before. Yeah, just a mini prank. Like that's just part of people's childhood. Yeah. 
You have? That's part of your life. I mean, yeah. you <laughs> if you yeah. have a prank somebody. Like, well, okay, exactly. so give us your best prank that you have yeah. done on someone. Give us the yeah. best prank you've done on someone. <laughs> okay, my best prank that I've done, I did it on Stephanie. <laughs> um, I was young and immature, so I know okay. it's not something I would play with now. <laughs> it's okay. But I fake like I got an accent. I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh my. And you know, Stephanie's dramatic. And that's mm-hmm. when we lived together. And she was like, I was like, how many minutes I don't know. So she was oh, freaking out and trying to like rush. And I felt bad after because she was literally trying to get Papush to leave work, come to my rescue. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm just playing April Fool's, you know. That was the most, but now I have a dark sense of humor. That was a good one. You know our dark sense of humor. That's a good one. (laughs) That's a good one. Oh my gosh. No, but we actually, yeah. You actually what? (laughs) (laughs) No, I said she'll be all right. You said poor Stephanie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that leads me to the last question. Give us some harder ones. Never have. No, that leads me to the last questions. Like, never have I had. um, Kareen has to take a walk of shame. Like, was there any time you had to like take a walk of shame? Like something embarrassing happened. And isn't a walk of shame mean something else? Yes. No. Uh, Are you talking? Are you talking about like an embarrassing moment? Like yes, I had to walk you had to there, like, like walk out of there because you were so embarrassed that it happened. Let me answer first. I think that happened. She said yes. It's kind of like oh, you already over. said yes. Yeah, yeah, you have to pick a different one. <laughs> oh no, I was trying to understand which walk, what like what walk of shame she was. Oh, so you didn't answer? No, I didn't. Oh, so you okay. didn't answer? Like, I, okay. didn't, I didn't. I was trying to get her to like. You guys are lagging, so when I say yes, it's to probably to something else. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry, but can we sorry. can we just ask yeah, a different question just in case? Why do we? Yeah, I have yeah, yeah. I have another one. Never have Kareen lied to law enforcement. Let me think about that one. <laughs> you can't tell us. <laughs> I'll um, say. No, law enforcement. I didn't say anything. I said no. I would. You both say no. I would say yes because I lie about like speeding. So yes, I would say yes. I lie about speeding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's yes. Who hasn't? Uh, right. So we're yeah. equal. So we're equal. So we're equal. One yeah. one. All right. So now this is gonna be. This is oh, gonna be a, so competitive. We're, we're, we're <laughs> gonna do this. All right. Um, okay. Ooh. I, hmm. Go ahead. Never I have, have kept Kareem thrown a drink at someone. That's a good one. Have you ever thrown like a drink at someone purposely? She probably threw a shoes at someone. <laughs> a ping, a comb. <laughs> threw something at someone for sure. Like you, you threw like a drink at someone, like in, her, in their face. Okay. What it do you want to say? Does like it a- have to be a drink or just anything? I said a drink. So it has I to mean, be a drink. Yeah, I said a drink. I want to make this specific because if you say like an anything, alcoholic beverage or yes. water, a drink. Whatever drink you can think about, 
just because you can throw water at people. <laughs> well, I said a drink. It doesn't matter. Like, do you drink it? A like, drink, you drink like the milk. Real Housewives. You drink milk. Oh, you drink, okay. you drink alcohol. You drink no, juice. She's talking about any drink. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like, yeah, never. Yeah, she's talking about like if you have a housewife, just be like, yeah, throwing, throwing drinks at drinks people. Because you were upset, or does it matter? She could tell us the story after. Have she ever done it or not? So, what do you guys think? What do you guys think, Micah? Um, a drink. Ooh, this is a hard one. You say because I think I would answer first. You gonna answer first because I asked the question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think I think yes. I think yes. What did you say, Obel? You said no. No, I said I think yes too. <laughs> I think yes. Which wow, one is guys. it? I'm hurt, but, <laughs> but yes, I have. But I'm still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what I'm happened? I want to know the story. Not that story, I want to know. <laughs> I just like, yeah, I want to know the story. We're about to go on one hour and thirty. Well, minutes. I don't even. Wow. I know. <laughs> no, it's just this girl. Like, it was at like middle school or something. Like this girl was annoying. I don't mm. know what happened. So you know the milk cartons that you mm. had to like pop open yeah. and stuff. I didn't pop it from the tip. I opened the whole thing and just. <laughs> no, but I, I, I wasn't a mean your... girl, guys. Before y'all, you, you know. were a mean girl. But she said she was wasn't. This... No, I was she... not a mean girl. Oh, you were not. Okay. I wasn't. Yeah, it was like that era where you bully Haitian kids, like the banana oh. boat era. So it was one of those situations. And she was just, because we had to bring our own lunches. Like me and my sister used to bring Haitian food. And you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. And so the only thing we'll get is the milk from the thing. And so they'd come around to smell our food and, you know, oh. have some flicks. And she was just like in my face. And I just, yeah. But I'm. Korean was like, I had enough of you. (laughs) Thank you so much, Korean. I think that's our that's our last question. We're so excited, but we're tied. I don't want to be tied. Can she ask the next question? I don't want to be tied. Give it away. That's gonna give it away. You're not gonna give it away. It's not gonna give it away. Okay, one more question. Ask a juicy question this time. No, you should ask. You should ask us. And no. we guess. Because she then we're gonna guess right because she's gonna guess something. Oh, that me? Probably... Oh, okay. I... No, she got this. Don't worry. No, no, I'm not. Nika, ask the question. Uh, juicy one. Never. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, Nika, you have a question? Go ahead. No, I don't. I'm saying like you should have oh. one. I think you will have a good one and you're not gonna give it away. Okay, yes. never yeah. have I gotten engaged. Ooh. <laughs> are you being, are you living a secret life? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Because now nah, that's interesting. <laughs> You're making yeah. us think because you didn't post about that it. That is we a have, good one. We haven't been we ha- we have been following you for over ten years now, so that's kind of. I'm saying, but not everybody that gets engaged right? to people. So yeah. Know, yeah. But we've been in her life for at least seven years plus. So just because you see people, she mean you came know to my high school graduation. So you would know if she got engaged. <laughs> not everybody. I would, not I would, like, I would know. 
Like, I feel like I would hope <laughs> she would tell somebody. <laughs> That's weird. You answer. You answer. No, you I'm answer. Like, I'm thinking. No, you answer. Because now I'm confused. No, you have to answer. Rebel, you answer. Nika, go ahead. You wanted her no, to ask you the question. No, you, you, you answer. You wanted her first. to ask the question. You answer first. No matter, it doesn't matter what you say. I'm going to go with what I think. <laughs> So. Somebody proposed to you or you were engaged? Which one? Was I? In, well, they would have to have proposed. Exactly. I'm not proposing to nobody. <laughs> I know. So, I like, like I know, but I'm saying that, um, like, are you asking us, were you engaged or did somebody propose to you? Yeah. Which one? Was she engaged? Oh, I get what you're saying. Was I ever engaged? Did yeah. you agree to to being engaged with them, basically, or did they just yeah. proposed and then? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So you agreed so to being engaged. Yeah. Like it's not occurring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's your so, answer. So you were engaging, <laughs> and you, if it's not current, I guess the engagement broke off. Yeah. I would say no. Yeah, was I ever engaged? Because if I am now, you know, you guys would know. Yeah. Right. Was it? You said I no. Would, that's your answer. I would say no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Must have what been before you, I knew her. <laughs> Must have been in when she was sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I can't stop it. <laughs> you make like ain't no way. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, <laughs> this is a good one, but I really feel like, because the thing is, Karina is very private. She's super private. So it's like, even if she were to be engaged, even but if her that's best friend knew. exciting news. Yeah, but it could, it could be that she wants to like be one of those people who be like, I'm married. Come on social media and be like, I'm what married. she's There's engaged right not. now? That's crazy. Now Mike is like, Ooh. Uh, what? Okay, I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna so go. So we with both no. said no. We both yeah. said no. So both of you guys said no. Okay. No, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> that was yeah, a tricky no. one. That was a tricky that was one because trick. I was like, you know, can because I'm like, I really I knew even the I, private thing. With... Yeah, the whole private thing. Kind of I mean, but I knew you before. I think I knew you. After 16, maybe not 16. I know. So that's why I was like, even then, if it was back then, I would have known. Like yeah. I, I would have. So it's like, yeah, no. I'm like she went to my high school graduate. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. What, when did I miss that? I was just trying to freak Nika out. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, no, 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 that didn't happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know I knew that I would have her like, wait, would she do this? <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Even Nika if the world me. didn't know. Like, you know, my people. Your close know. friends would know. Your yeah. close friends would know. That's why I was like, no, there's no way. I'm like, um, we are really yeah, far from your know. circle. Yeah. <laughs> if we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> really far. But I was I was trying no, to no, get no, Nika no, to no. change her answer so I could mm-hmm, win. Yeah. I was trying to get Nika to change her answer so she, so yeah, I could no. win because she I looks know. so tormented. I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, she's really beautiful. That would be weird. Like I I, I'm sorry. I know. If you're engaged, right, that's an exciting news. Like as good. much as I um, love, I love. We yeah, love talking is. to you as much as we love talking to you, Kareem. But we, I know, you know you have. We, we can't just keep you like you. You're, you know, you you want Please your come good night rest. Um, we probably will have you another time. <laughs> but we appreciate Absolutely. you so this much. Fun. 
Thank you so much yes. for being there. Go ahead and tell mm-hmm. us, tell our listeners, so the little ones that we have so far, where where they can find you on social media and the things mm-hmm. that they can look up on your YouTube channel, everything, so that we can mm-hmm. they can look you up. I uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, you can find me everywhere, Kareen Allude on Instagram, Kareen underscore Allude. YouTube is just Kareen Allude. That's all I have. I'm not really on Twitter or TikTok or anything. It's just Instagram and YouTube. If you like, basically, I talk about everything on there. So mm-hmm. any you topic, really anything. Maybe one day I could have you guys this time, you know, come into my channel. We we'll can do a it. part two. Nice. <laughs> She has a big yeah. following. I'm going to be nervous. So thank you for having me. <laughs> People are going to be like, why this girl lashes? They're going to be like, why this girl lashes? I don't see her lashes. Where is her lashes? They're going to talk about my wig. They're going to talk about my wig. It's not always sitting right. No, by now, by now, the love always outweighs the hate. By then, like, I have people that they flood the comments with positivity. I wouldn't even see it. Trust me. It's that's a real awesome. nice, peaceful comment section. <laughs> oh, that's, that's nice. awesome. <laughs> they are good. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to sign out, and you're just going to take our lead of how mm-hmm. we sign out. So mm-hmm. we it is off mm-hmm. with Naika Obel. You're supposed to say Kareem. And Kareem. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. No, Thank it's you so much. Oh, you're right. It is a delay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. That's how I said it. I'm like, oh, it's going to look weird. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Good night. Good night, Karen. It was great having you. Good night. Bye. Bye.